I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. This is a Lip Media Podcast. Oh, hello, chickens. It is the final episode of Spearhead from Space, the premiere John Pertwee adventure with Autons. Oh, no, plastic people. Okay, chickens, the final episode of Spearhead from Space is pretty exciting. Uh, so, we had General Scobie arrived at the door. Uh, <laughs> then the doctor wants to find out the frequency that this brain in the sphere operates at. So, he's fiddling about with things and tells Liz to turn something on that pops. Um, Liz has realised that all the meteorites are part of the same entity and the doctor says well when they land they'll need some sort of shell to inhabit and Liz is like oh the plastics factory yeah we know we spent four episodes with this um plastic uh scoby rings up and says ah you can't invade the plastic factory um of course he would because he's plastic uh the brigadier doesn't know he's plastic though he's like well he's bandit just because they've wanted to make a uh, Madame Tussauds waxwork out of him. The doctor's like, what? Uh, and he's like, no, I'm going to get off to the Home Secretary or maybe Geneva. Um, doctor and Liz go to the Madame Tussauds uh, and they see the General Scobie statue. Um, and Liz thinks it's weird that there's just a lot of public servants in one section. She goes, it's no astronauts or actual celebrities. And I'm like, that is weird, Liz. No one wants to pay to go and see those waxworks. Like... Who wants to see waxworks of public servants? It makes no sense. Madame Tussauds obviously going through a fallow patch. Um, the doctor fiddles about with the, the general's watch. Uh, and he's like, why would why would you make a watch for a waxwork? And why would you wind it? And I'm like, well, you say that, but I've been to Madame Tussauds. They're very lifelike. Like, maybe they do wind the watches. Um, <laughs> and, oh, my God, once uh, I did a gig with Rove and he was telling us how they made him. And he goes, you stand on, like, a turntable and they just turn you a little bit, turn you a little bit, turn you a little bit. Very weird. It's like it's, it sounds like a very strange process. Um, anyway, he's at Madame Tussauds in Sydney. If you want to go, uh, so 
the Channing has made a tank uh, at the plastic factory for the swarm leader when it arrives. Um, meanwhile, and he says that SCOBY is a perfect reproduction down to the brain cells. And he's going to activate the replicas tonight. Uh, SCOBY arrives at unit and he wants the glowing orb. Um, and Captain Munro, he's the guy who's been the assistant all this time. He's got a name too now, apparently. Um, Captain Munro <laughs> and the general have this weird jurisdictional argument. Uh, and then he just takes it. Um, <laughs> anyway, after hours at the waxwork, Liz and the doctor pop out from behind Gandhi, uh, to inspect the weird waxworks. Like Gandhi's there and like JFK's there and Nixon, like this. Actual celebrities, but then this weird corner of nobodies. Um, Liz gets a fright. Uh, she's like, someone's coming, we've got to hide. Uh, it's, it's old mate Channing Plastic Face, creepy man, and the factory boss. And he's like, I can feel an alien presence. And the factory boss is like, yeah, it's Scobie's here. And he's like, oh, yeah, okay. Um, all of the waxworks start moving and walk out the door. You know, the corner of dull waxworks that no one knows who they are. They all leave. Uh, and they're going to go and begin work. The doctor pops out to see that all the people are gone. And then he's sprung by the factory boss. <gasps> oh, no. And the doctor's like, you're being mind controlled by Channing. Um, and he's like, oh. And then Channing comes back and collects him. Um, and the factory says nothing uh he's now he's got a name now too he's called hibbert um the doctor tells the brigadier they have to attack the plastic factory because it's full of aliens um the general gives channing this swarm leader globe at the factory uh, and he puts it in a machine and then a big goopy eye appears in the tank and there's weird slime everywhere and it is fully gross revolting um, he goes, at dawn, we activate the autons. Uh, then it must be dawn because Liz is nodding off while the doctor's fiddling with wires. And then we see a quiet high street early in the morning. And then the, the dummies in the shop windows all come to life. And one of their handguns opens. I don't, like, I didn't make it up. Um, <laughs> and uh, then we cut to a policeman who hears wi uh, window breaking. We never see the windows break. It's amazing that they managed to film this whole scene without breaking any glass whatsoever. Anyway, he hears the windows breaking and he runs down. Uh, and then he's shot by one of the... The mannequins and their weird hinged handguns. Uh, there's a man on a bicycle shot. There's a queue of people waiting for a bus. They're all shot. It's a massacre. Um, and while the, the dummies smash another window, we don't see it. Um, <laughs> we just hear it. Uh, while they're walking down the street, they've all got price tags on. Oh, my God. It's even scarier with the price tags for some reason. Anyway, um, so we just see these like weird panicked shots of people's feet running and people getting gunned down in the street and smoke pouring out of their clothes like a cardigan that's on fire. Oh, it's awesome. Uh, the brigadier gets off the phone and he's furious. It's like shop, shop window dummies all over the country are attacking police and banks. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, the doctor says once he's finished his machine, the brig has to take him to the factory. Uh, meanwhile, the factory boss is hearing the doctor's voice in his head going, he's, he's mind controlling you, he's mind controlling you. So he starts attacking the machine with the creature in it um, with a pole. And then goo all spurts out. It's, it's gross. Uh, he wants to know what Channing is. What are you? 
like, and he's like, we are the Nestines, and we've come to colonize Earth, we've colonized many planets. Um, uh, meanwhile, uh, an Auton shoots old mate, the factory boss, and Channing orders total destruction, which is where the smoke all pours out and they get sucked back in again, just like happened to old mate Ham Actor last episode. Um, so the Doctor and Brigginsman soldiers arrive at the factory, but they're kind of cut off from everything by Scobie, who arrives with his soldiers. And the Brigadier's like, that's not Scobie. You have to listen to me. I'm your actual superior officer. And the Doctor walks down with his, like, a cable, and he's got this weird little... It looks like a satellite dish for a piece of Lego. Um, like this weird little thing. And he goes, uh, please say a few words to this microphone. Uh, and it goes, Wee! and he collapses. And then he has a plastic auton head. Um, meanwhile, the real Scobie wakes up and frightens everyone at Madame Tussauds, who are like, who is he anyway? Uh, he's in the section that no one goes to with all the public servants. <laughs> doctor, the doctor and Liz uh, sneak off as the Brigadier tries to take charge of the troops. Uh, and then an Auton is coming after them, but they zap it uh, and it just falls down dead. Meanwhile, troops of soldiers and Autons are shooting at each other and it is action-packed and very exciting. It's lots of pew, 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 pew. It's, it's grass. Um, <laughs> the uh, doctor creeps up behind Channing uh, and says, if you live as a group, you can be destroyed as a group. And Channing's like, no, we are indestructible. And as if to prove that point, we go back outside and see Autons being shot by unit soldiers uh, to no avail. Because um, they're plastic. Um <laughs> Channing uh, turns a knob on the tank and tentacles start coming out. And the doctor says, Liz, switch on. But nothing is happening. Uh, so she starts fiddling about with her machine. Um, <laughs> the doctor's being strangled by tentacles, which are causing him to gurn quite voraciously. Like his face is twisted in like it's Sylvester McCoy level gurning. It's like, you know, when he turned into the eighth doctor and his face contorted like like it's that level. Um it's like uh anyway, Liz finally works out she she's unplugged the cable. Uh that looks like it's like an old school headphone cable, like the big ones we used to use at the radio. Um anyway, she pops that back in uh and presses the button and then the eye thing, the creepy gooey eye thing squeals out in the laneway where all the the autons are shooting at the unit soldiers they all just fall down except for one who's on a stairwell and doesn't want to hit his head so he kind of gently lets himself down um the tentacles all fall limp and then they turn and there's Channing and he's just a plastic face with green goo everywhere uh back at the lab Liz says what they made was an electroconvulsive therapy machine oh nice so they gave them shock treatment. Um, the Brigadier says, you know, he hopes the Doctor will stick around in case the Autons come back. And the Doctor's like, well, yeah, sure. He goes, but I will need something. He goes, oh, the salary. He goes, no, I don't want money. Uh, and he goes, oh, I'll need some clothes. And I want that car. And the Brigadier's like, we're going to return the car. And he's like, the Doctor's like, well, you can buy me a new one. <laughs> uh, and then the Brigadier's like, I don't even know your name. And the Doctor's like, oh, it's uh, Smith, John Smith. And that's the end of the episode. Ah, did you love it? What did you think? I want your thoughts and theories. Uh, Adam Richard at Instagram and Twitter. Fabulous Adam Richard on Facebook. Or you can email theory at adamrichard.com.au. I'd love to hear from you.